Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Hanjin Philippines is going under, unable to pay billions of pesos in loans. But even as the shipbuilder buys itself some time, there are already those drawing up plans for its assets. And it is not just private companies looking for opportunities in Hanjin's crisis. The Philippine Navy and some political leaders think there may be options to take over the shipbuilding facilities. Millions of Filipinos will be trooping to the polling booths very soon and we are not talking about the May elections. Lest we forget, first thing on the Comalic agenda in 2019, Mindanaoans will hold a historic referendum this coming Monday for the Bangsamoro Organic Law. Let's look at what residents are bracing for and let's review what this means for the entire Philippines, not just for Muslim Filipinos. And news to wake you up or make you cranky. New research says 60% of coffee varieties are going extinct. 2019 is Sea Games year. The Philippines will be hosting. Hosts, as you know, get to say which games to play. They can even introduce new ones to try out. There is a new medal category that Manila will be debuting in November. And for it, organizers are already limbering up their fingers. E-Games will be a medal sport in the 2019 C-Games. Tell your kids to listen up. Yan po ang mga headlines for today. I'm Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. And so, uh, I was uh, the flag officer in command, uh, Admiral Impedrad, uh, uh, out to me. I think yesterday or the other day, and uh, I said, why not, uh, why not we take over the Hanjin? That was Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana referring to his department's plans for the Subic shipyard. Nobody seems to be panicking over Hanjin Philippines' financial troubles. It is big enough a problem to sink the biggest shipbuilding facility in the Philippines. But even as Hanjin has been granted receivership leading to rehabilitation, the Banco Central calls Hanjin's potential default on $412 million in loans negligible. Even the major Philippine banks who are owed this money feel there is time and reason to not rush any strategy to collect. But there are other things at stake in case the Korean shipbuilder defaults. 3,000 Filipinos stand to lose their jobs and there is a national security question now looming what if, among those that might supposedly be interested, Chinese companies bag the shipyard assets and facilities in what used to be a strategic U.S. naval base at a time of Manila's territorial disputes with Beijing, not to mention high public distrust of China? 
On Wednesday, the Defense Secretary floated an idea that proposes to hit two birds with one stone. Why not let the Philippines, specifically the military, in particular our Navy, take over everything? While we sympathize with the financial woes of uh, Hanjin, we are excited really by this development because uh, we see the possibility of uh, having our own uh, shipbuilding uh, capacity in the Philippines, especially uh, large ships like uh, what's being built in the Hanjin shipyard in Subic. This would save jobs, keep China at bay, even as the government would still keep the door open for private investors and foreign partners. Senator Miguel Zubiri notes it could help shore up the under-equipped military's capacity to build up its own maritime assets. And I've read the statements of dear Secretary, Secretary Lorenzana that he is in favor of being able to look for local financiers to work with government to operate Hanjin so that we can, or to take over the Hanjin compound, call it, in another, call it with another name, and uh, eventually build ships and boats for our Navy and Coast Guard. For some senators, the idea is worth considering, and some are already suggesting realigning a 75 billion peso allotment that they want removed from the budget of the DPWH. More than three times the debt that Hanjin wants to default on, the 75 billion could be a serious starter fund for a real serious look at the proposal. Currently, the Philippine Navy only has four frigates, all hand-me-downs from the U.S. that are, by now, almost 60 years old. It also has 10 corvettes or small warships and just 35 patrol vessels. So let's say barely 50 sea craft to watch over more than 7,000 islands and the South China Sea, just for starters. Paya ka ba na pagtibayin ang Republic Act Number no. 11054 o ang Bangsamoro Organic Law o maisama ang inyong lugar sa Bangsamoro Autonomous Region sa Muslim Mindanao? That's a message from the COMELEC urging registered voters in Mindanao to participate in the Bangsamoro Organic Law plebiscite. That's slated for January 21 and February 6. January 21 will be for residents of ARMM, Cotabato City, and Isabela City, Basilan. February 6, people will vote in Lanao del Norte and seven municipalities in North Cotabato, Alyosan, Carmen, Cabacan, Midsayap, Pigkawayan, Pikit, and Tulunan. Our correspondent, Trisha Aquino, is following this story, and let's review why this matters to all of us. Okay, now beyond the vote, obviously this has been a long road to the plebiscite for a Bangsamoro Autonomous Region. Why is this important to Mindanao, and why should it matter to the rest of the country? It's important to proceed from the fact that there is already an autonomous region in Muslim Mindanao. 30 years na nga eh. But it's been an imperfect undertaking. It failed to end war in Mindanao. It failed to end corruption. And above all, it failed to deliver development. Many of the most impoverished municipalities and provinces in the country are in Muslim Mindanao. Tinatawag natin ngayong Bangsamoro Region. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The idea is that the BARM and the BOL will improve upon this effort for peace and development. But how? I mean, what, what changes exactly are being proposed? Well, more funds greater control of those funds, greater fiscal autonomy. For example, magkakaroon ng annual block grant sa national budget that automatically goes to the Bangsamoro government, specifically for conflict-affected areas. Also, the process that really took pains to keep the MILF involved and as a stakeholder was in itself an important differentiator here that the biggest and main armed Muslim group is a lead party here also heightens the chances for peace. Why should the rest of the country pay attention? Because peace and development in Mindanao affects peace and development in the country. Maraming underdeveloped but resource-rich areas in Mindanao that are untapped because of instability. And poverty, remember, is the real driver not just of insurrection, but nowadays of terrorism. Terror groups exploit poverty and instability para magrecruit. Bottom line is, the theory is the same as what was there for ARMM. What is good for Mindanao is good for the country, and conversely, the Philippines as a whole should deliver. What is good for the Philippines should be felt by Mindanaoans. Thanks, Trisha. Now, some bitter news for coffee lovers. Trouble is brewing for up to 75 coffee species that 60% of the 124 coffee varieties we know. Scientists from London's Royal Botanic Gardens say 6 in 10 of coffee varieties are going extinct. At least 13 species are in fact critically endangered. The scientists sound the alarm in an article on Science Advances magazine. They're blaming climate change, causing longer and more frequent droughts, other culprits, diseases, pests, and dwindling habitat. Farming, livestock, and human settlements are destroying forests where coffee grows wild. There are even some coffee plants that are being harvested for their wood because it is termite-proof and good for small construction projects. More than 100 million coffee farmers worldwide should be concerned with this bad news. And even if you're totally fine with your daily baraka or even instant coffee, even if you have never craved for variety, Angela McFarlane in the Royal Botanical Gardens explains why you should care about preserving coffee diversity. And diversity means resilience. 
the more different kinds of plants there are, the greater chance there is that something will be able to adapt to and survive the changes that either the planet or we throw at them. Whether you like the logo or not, the Philippines will be hosting this year's edition of the Southeast Asian Games. And for the first time, eSports will be a medal event. Yes, eSports, as in PC, mobile, and console-based games. There will be six gold medals up for grabs in the event. Five of the titles have already been announced. Dota 2. StarCraft 2. Tekken 7. Mobile Legends Bang Bang. No one can stop me. And Arena of Valor. Dota 2 and StarCraft 2 are titles for the PC, Tekken 7 for a console, while Mobile Legends and Arena of Valor are titles for mobile. Who will represent us? There will be a national qualifying tournament, so if you or your kids want to try your luck, here's your chance. Scheduled to be announced. Last year, eSports was already featured as a demo sport in the Asian Games, and it will be a medal event in the Asia 2022. And who knows? Baka naman meron palang potential Olympian sa pamilya nyo. Before we let you go, here are some things you need to know. A gun ban is in place nationwide. It will remain until June 12 when counting for the May elections should be well done with. FYI, those are Comelec managed checkpoints, but it will in general be a law enforcing checkpoint. So kahit walang connection sa elections, if you are found with anything illegal, people manning that checkpoint will have the power to take you to task for it. That said, you should also know that in plain view rule applies. What does that mean? You are not required to open your doors. Just turn on the lights, cooperate, and let the officers peer in through your windows. Take time to check out the other guidelines in the Comelec website. Meanwhile, you should also be aware that campaign season for the May elections officially starts in a month on February 12th. Get ready, the Comelec is giving you a small window to get back at and potentially to get all those politicians that have been flouting our ridiculously pointless early campaigning rules. No such thing as early campaigning, kaya nagkalat na last year pa ang billboards and posters. But on the eve of February 12, all of those should be taken down. You will still see your candidates on posters the very next day, but there will by then be official designated areas for posters. So, on the morning of February 12, go out and check. If any old posters or billboards are not in designated areas, huli na! And you can play a real part in cleaning up our elections. Beyond elections, you should know that now that Boracay has been reopened, you should not forget about Calibo. Years ago, Katiklan's airport took a big market away from the first airport servicing Boracay, but Calibo's rehabilitating its offering as well. Katiklan erased the need for a two and a half hour bus ride from Calibo just to get to Katiklan, but now Calibo, thanks to PAL, is now offering a fast ferry service straight to Boracay. 
From Calibo International Airport, you can now get to Boracay in just an hour and a half via a fast catamaran. Finally, be aware. A low-pressure area is still heading for Mindanao. When it enters the Philippine area of responsibility and finally becomes a storm, it will bear the name Amang. The PSE main index is up 8 tenths of a percent, closing the day at 7927.2. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episodes, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>